Hello, friends. This is Carrie White, and you are listening to the Misconceptions Podcast. I'm so heartbroken. I mean, this poor kid, this Nick, he he was just a normal kid. He was just like one of us, or maybe even more normal than us. And they tortured him, and they made him this, and he can't even comprehend that Marcus is gone. I don't know how we're going to get out of this, and I don't know how we're going to get him out of this. Maybe we can fix him somehow, or... Maybe he's stuck like this forever. We've got to figure out a way out. on Misconceptions, the crew was enlisted by an old comrade, or rather not comrade, an acquaintance called Pedro, to investigate a someone who had been stalking him. Uh, they did not find out who was stalking him, and then they were called to the morgue to investigate a break-in that apparently Pedro's stalker was involved in. Uh, but they followed the clues to Promethean University, where a Marcus Malcolm used to work as a GA. Uh, the crew knew him as a aspiring drug lord who talked about a holy war uh, that someone named Dr. Jacoby was planning. Um, but uh, following the clues, they went back to Marcus Malcolm's grandmother's house. Upon entering, they found some chemistry sets in the kitchen. Uh, They found just a dark house seemingly abandoned and as they investigated, a huge hulking figure came out of the shadows Um, and after talking to this dark shadowy figure, they figured out that this was the person or creature that had been stalking Pedro and now had the dead and decaying body of Marcus Malcolm. Uh, Nick talked about Malcolm being a friend. He talked about uh, a master. He talked about, well, he talked about being changed. He wasn't always like this monster. Uh, But as they were talking, uh, more monsters arrived. And as the big, nasty, alligator-looking dude came through, Esther pulled out her gun, or rather she did not have her gun put away, so she just grabbed her gun and sh- took a shot at this creature. So, Esther, we pick up with you pointing your gun at the this huge, like I described him, he has this massive frame, even bigger than Nick in the dining room, covered in scales, but there is this uh, hyena fur pattern that goes from the bridge of his... Uh, The bridge of his nose, back along his scalp, down his shoulders, uh, and he has like this hog face with these two tusks jutting up, kind of like a warthog face, I guess, but the rest of his body is like this just crocodile uh, body, Uh, and it sneered at you and hissed at you, and then you took a shot. So, what are you adding to this hit with all you've got? The rest entrusted Colt Cobra, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um... I don't know if it would make sense, but maybe using Inspire Calm to, like, keep everybody else calm in the situation, I don't think that would Yeah, I would but, say that needed to be a change-the-game role. Um, you, could, you could use your help points, uh, like, if you wanted to give everybody else, like, a, a helpful status somehow mm. before you took the shot. No, I don't think that's what I want to do. Okay. Um, could I use Daddy's fighter? And that, like, I'm I'm not like shaking, like I'm confident in my abilities. Sure. <clears throat> so it's a plus two. And then it's still a minus three. Mm-hmm. So with a minus one. 
Well, what what do you what do you think? I don't. What's your what's your injuries? Well, I don't know because I just have injured, and I didn't put an explanation like I normally do. Okay. Well, the car door (laughs) fell on me. Yeah. When it exploded, like the car door exploded, like like, it hit her and carried her back. I understood earlier because I was like having to move quickly, Mm -hmm. but like here, like my gun was already out and stuff, so I don't see it having as much of an effect. But if you want me to use it, I'll use. I mean, no, I'm not meaning. I don't mean that. Like, yeah. I would agree. Uh, you already had your gun pulled out, and mm-hmm. you were pointing it at so like, I basically one of the other was creatures. just turning to this yeah. guy, and then so you're like, just like, "Oh, I'll shoot that guy instead." Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. Roll okay. without the minus three. So a plus two to your hit with all you've got. Nine. Oh, uh, minus one, so it's a uh, eight, but you still hit. I guess I want to secure a superior position. Okay. Because he's like right up on me. Okay. And I don't really want to die. Okay, so you point your gun at him, pull the hammer back, and you fire. The bullet hits his scaled chest and just ricochets into the roof. As he goes to swing at you, he, like, turns around in this tail. It whips out almost as long as you are tall and lashes out at you. Uh, How do you avoid, like, what is your superior position? Basically, I was wanting to just, like, jump back into the kitchen, but also get, like, up on a counter or something. Okay, so you you jump back uh, right as this tail wishes through the air right where you were. You jump up on a counter, scattering some of the glass things to the floor. Uh, The three of you that are in the kitchen, you hear this hiss and snarl and whoosh of air as Esther jumps back in the kitchen and jumps onto the countertop. Um, and you hear, you heard the breaking glass and things from the living room, and you hear like these low growls and uh, hisses, like I said. Um, what do y'all do? And Nick's, Nick has clutched Marcus's body closer to him, and he's like trying to huddle himself into the corner. Nick, leave and meet us in the alley behind Morty's bar. We'll be there as soon as we can. Ren moves, or Ren advances forward to Esther's position. This hallway, or the kitchen, is like 10 or 15 feet long. Yeah. If you wanted to advance to Esther's position, you would take like a few steps. She's up on the counter, and there's a doorway, so she's like up on the counter, up against the wall, and then there's that open doorway going into the living room. Mm-hmm. Basically, the only way out of here is either out the bay windows in the dining nook or through the doorway into the living room. Yeah. There's there's no looky-loos or windows that look from the kitchen to the living room. This is not a well-designed kitchen. I guess... So here's what I want to do. I want to... Below the light bulbs, I know that the electricity doesn't work in the, like, I know that at least when Tessa tried to turn on the light bulb, or, like, turn on the lights in the hallway or whatever, in the house, it didn't work. Uh-huh. Um, but I want to, like, blow the light bulbs in the living room where they're at to, like, blind them or, like, give them, like, a minus one card or something like that. Okay. Um, I, I would say that you could roll a change the game to create like a uh, like to create like a floating light bulb story tag. Yeah, yeah, that somebody that's could apply. What I'm going for. Okay, okay. Uh, so, what would you add to your change the game? Um, I'm thinking um, technopathy um, machine possession. Um, well, technopathy and everything is binary, maybe. Yeah, I would say technopathy and everything is binary. Yeah. Sure. That is 10. A 10? So on a 10 plus, you get a minimum of two juice. Yeah, so we're we're already creating a story tag. So, like, I'm choosing one to create a story tag, right? So that's one of the list. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you want to create a story tag, yes. Yeah. And then I want to scale up the effect. So with a story tag, a story a story tag is a static like one. You can't make yeah. it a two or anything. I don't think. Okay. Um, you could make it ongoing, so that through the rest of this scene, people can apply that 
one, that like bold shock whatever, uh, to all their rolls if they okay. wish. Yeah. So let's make it ongoing then. Prolong the effect. Okay. Okay. So um, go ahead and take one of those and put story tag or put a story tag of a. And what do you want to call it? Um, exploding bulbs. Okay. Okay. Exploding bulbs one. Uh, and so, Rin, you focus on the the uh, electrical network of this house. Uh, it's not necessarily dead. It just had the electricity cut off because nobody's paid the bill for three months. But using your powers, you connect to the electrical mainframe. You uh, can almost see the wiring with your mind's eye, or rather your mind's computer eye. Uh, and you focus on the bulbs, and you connect to them. And so you have control of these bulbs. So at, as the fight goes on, you can, like, detonate it in a certain area as people are fighting. Um, so you can, like, shatter this bulb as Bill is punching this guy, which it would just be Bill is adding this. But you have, like, connected to it, and that will explain how, you, how the bulbs keep detonating whenever people are fighting. Um, so you have that. Awesome. Okay. Uh, what's everybody else doing? Did tail swing guy move into the room, or, like, is he in the doorway? So he, like, swung his tail, and, yeah, like, the beast men are, like, creeping up on the kitchen. Like, the the crow woman is, like, craning her head, and it's, like, unnatural how her neck moves, kind of like a bird moves, but she's a human. And so she's, like, ticking her head back and forth as she, like, waddles up to the doorway into the kitchen. And remember, everything is very dark and shadowy, so it's even more spooky yeah. creepy. Um, I'm going to make my tower shield in like a cudgel or whatever, just a blunt okay. object, and cram up the doorway and aim for whatever the nearest head is. Not the body. Not going to hit them in the armored plates. I'm going to hit them in the head. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll. No, 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 no. I guess this would be a go toe to toe. Okay. And you will take a minus one to your roll. Why? They have an alert one status. Each you one of them has take it. Take a minus zero. What if I distract the exploding them? Bulbs. What if What if I make like a miner's helmet, put my flashlight in it, and turn it on strobe mode? So it's like roll a change to the game. <laughs> but that would take a different action. I wouldn't be able to attack if I did no. that. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> uh, you said go toe to toe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to swing it. I guess the... Yeah, the crow, crow woman, woman is, like, the closest, yeah. So you rush forward, you have your tower shield, you have your cudgel, and you're swinging for her Man, head. I wish she was a raven so I could hit her with the with the Poe pun. Oh, well. Um, all right, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to run up to her and hit her. But you're going to explode the light bulb? Yep. What is... They weren't on anyway, right? No. So, it's, so it would just be, like, a shower of glass just falling down on her. Cool. Okay. So I will use basic tattoo weapon, blunt force trauma, maybe risk taker or no? Um, this definitely feels like a risky move. Because the gamble is I cram up the doorway so you so that they can't get past me. So you're like sacrificing yourself. Uh, to sacrificing protect. myself. Well, you're putting yourself in harm's way. Right now. I'm strategizing. So that nobody can get into the kitchen. Right. But okay. the, the risk, the, the payoff is they can't get through the doorway. Okay. The thing that would suck is if they do, and then I'm just like pincered. Okay. So basic tattoo weapons, risk taker. Blunt force trauma. Blunt force trauma. Three. Okay. Go toe-to-toe with plus three. And you got a plus one for the bulbs, so and you got a minus one, minus one for so the acute so senses. It's a, it's a seven. A seven. Okay. So oh. read those things. What do you do? You get to choose one. So I hit them in the head, obviously. Okay. So you want to give them a status? I just want it to be known that I'm aiming for their head because I don't want to say I hit them, and then you say, okay, you hit them in the chest, and it glances off their scaled armor. Okay. <laughs> So do I have to use you it on You hit them that? in the head, which has scales, and it glances well, off their head armor. If So if you want to give them a status, you have to choose. With go toe to toe, you have to choose get them good. Or if you're wanting to keep them from getting in the doorway, 
you can do block do, or no um, achieve your goal. Block the doorway so they can't get past you. I just want everything that to happen <laughs> positively. I don't know why you're stopping me from that. You did that all the time. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, uh. If they get through the door, they're just going to wreck us all. No, I managed to achieve my goal okay. right, in blocking the doorway. So but I still you, hit them. No. I do. No. I still hit them. I just don't get them good, and I don't get them in a specific area. Okay. Sure. So you, you rush forward with Wait, your Wait, so tower I, they shield. don't get a status? No. With go to do you have to pick the get them good status. Of course you pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're competing against them for access to the door. So you rush forward. You throw your shield in front of you. You swing... And the crow woman, like, sees it coming and ducks, and you kind of clip their beak. Um, That's armored. That is armored. <laughs> <laughs> so it clips the beak, and, like, some of it cracks, but nothing damaging. Uh, and then you, you wanted to achieve your goal, so you throw your shield in front of you, blocking entry into this room. Um, but as you do... The crow woman like staggers back, and then the dog, and I think the other one was a uh, a goat man, uh, like rush forward, and the goat man rears at you with his the horns on his head, and the dog leaps and climbs over the shield and claws at you, not getting into the kitchen, but go ahead and roll a face danger. From both of them? Yeah. So here's how they're working. These three beast men have the same spectrum. So any statuses will go against all of them. They're they're basically one character. Uh, the hyena swain <laughs> the hyena swine alligator character is a character by himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna use tattoo tower shield. I'm gonna I'm going to say the risk taker is ongoing until the gamble is finished or, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So you're, you're still risk taking? It's, well, it, I mean, it, it's, it, it is. You, you took a risk. Okay. And the risk is ongoing until it either fails or. Okay. Okay. I don't know. We can talk about that after. No, no, no. Keep going. Okay. And. Um, so you got tower shield risk taker. I'm, I'm going to do till I collapse. I feel like it's fitting. Sure. And you know what? Do you think doesn't know when to walk away would be appropriate in this in this instance? Yes, it would be. I mean, do you think it would? It, I mean, yeah, but okay. I don't want it to, but it would. Okay, so take a take a minus one to this roll and give yourself an attention in the. Uh, is this your gambler theme? Oh baby, does that theme Boom. roll up? Three attention. Boom. Now we get to pick a new thing for Bill. Okay, so go ahead and roll. How? What are you rolling with? Plus two. Two. Plus three. But with a minus one. With a minus one. So plus two. Plus three minus one. <laughs> oh my god, okay. <laughs> so it's 11 so add, plus add three, three to it. 14 minus one is 13. <laughs> minus one is 13. <laughs> so 13. So uh, the goat rams into your shield as the dog like plants his feet like. I don't know, like on your arm, not well, maybe not necessarily, but they lean over and rake at your arm, and you just kind of wedge the shield. You like yank it up, pinning their neck against the door frame, and they're like, and they let out this howl, uh, and then you let it drop back down, and they are still on the other side of your shield. I've been fighting off dingoes since I was a baby. <laughs> dingoes not eating this baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ren runs and jumps onto Bill's shoulders. Uh-huh. And then in the crevice of where the shield is not. Okay. So the blank space in between the top of the shield and the door frame. This is sexual harassment. <laughs> he starts shooting the animal things. Okay. So Was this real? Yeah, this was real. It sounds like a good idea, but I don't get the why on the shoulders. <laughs> you you could just goes back to the first fight. Well, I, I I mean I could see if if like 
If I'm like like up with the shield, I guess if he wanted to get over it, then he has to like. Yeah, but so I figured like you you jerked it up to like pin the dog's head underneath the door and then let it down and you fell back, and so like maybe you're crouching with it and then Ren runs forward and like puts his gun over the the rim of your yeah, but shield. Yeah, like five four. Oh yeah, you did say you were pretty short. Wait, no, how tall are you? I've always pictured Ren as kind of lanky and tall, but he did say he was like 5'4". Okay, nope. so you're wanting to use... You're trying to shoot them over uh, oh, Bill's shield. Over Bill's yeah. tower shield, yeah. Yeah, okay. I guess this would be a hit five got. What do you think? Yeah, yeah that would definitely be it. That's what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah, because it's not a go toe-to-toe or yeah. change the game or face danger okay. or anything So like who that. who are you targeting? Um, I mean, I would... I was targeting the closest person, either the dog or the, um, I was going to say crow, but it was not a crow. The goat. Okay. Uh, no. So there's a there's a crow woman, a goat man, and a dog man. Yeah. And they're all, like, right there in front of Bill trying to get into the kitchen. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to go. F- I'm just going to aim in the general direction just because I'll be using a mobilizing energy and the energy spread shot and so it's just going to be a very cone shape um, spread shot and so it'll okay. uh, it could so I can aim for a specific person or just all of them okay I will remind you since we haven't had a lot of combats this season I think this might be our second one uh, that you cannot repeat moves yes with the same tags but I think it works because some time has passed since you took that shot on uh, Nick. So I think it is okay for you to do immobilizing energy and spread shot for this one. Yeah. Um, But So, yeah, go ahead and roll plus two. Do you have anything to add? And then they have their minus one for the alert, so plus two, or Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, plus mm -hmm. two. Good. So that's a ten. Ten. Okay, I'm going to hit with all you've got. On a 10 plus, you hit with tier plus power, so you're hitting them with a tier 2 status. Mm-hmm. And then what uh, options do you want to choose? Do they? Did you say that they share the same? Yes. So, like, if he were to get many of them, it would be less it would effective be a, it would than be a, getting them good? It would be a plus 1 to them. So it, it's just that's just semantics. Like, I either hit you good or I hit many of them. But since this is one character, it's the, the same, same. thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'll get them good, and then I'll take a secure position. Okay. All right. So you you run forward just as Bill lowers his shield. You shove the barrel of your futuristic gun out over his shield. You squeeze off a shot. Blue energy cones out, hitting all three of these creatures. They all falter back for a second, and then they snarl and rush forward just as you duck back behind Bill's shield. And you see Bill, like, straining against the weight as these three beasts are, like, clawing and beating at his shield, trying to force their way into the kitchen. I have an idea, but it's a little crazy. This is over the comms, by the way. I don't know why I had to turn to you to say that. Thank you. <laughs> all right, what is it? What if we push them all into the portal? Yeah, let's do it. Uh... Remember, beastmen are beating on your shield. As yeah, you somebody kind of has to get behind them to open it up. I guess I could open it behind me and, like, let them through. And If yep. they're already leaning against your shield, yeah. if you open it and then fall back. True. There's a chance, Physics. Just fall There's back. a chance that they push me through with them, but. Um, oh, vines. She sends one out and, like, wraps it around Bill's leg. Oh, God. <laughs> we know, we know that what happened last time when you sent vines through the portal. No, as in I can pull him out. Okay. Oh, okay. Like pull you, him out of the way. Are you wanting to change the game or use one of your help points on Bill? Ooh, help point. Ba-ba-da-da. How many help points do you have on Bill? Probably so many. <laughs> Just one. Just one? Yeah. So you could spend that help point to give him like a uh, get out of the way status. So whenever he does all this, you can yank him back. Yes. A vine bursts through the bay window in the dining room, slinks past Nick as he, like, coils as this, like, vine just shoots out, slithers down the kitchen, and Bill, it's unsettling, but you were expecting it. It wraps around your ankle, like, up to your mid-thigh, and it just... (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> constricts against your leg. <laughs> People are really taking advantage of Bill this, this episode, just jumping on his shoulders, grabbing his thigh. Could at least buy me dinner first. Come on. All right. Okay. And uh, Faye, as you do that, uh, Nick like sniffs and like turns towards the bay window. Oh. Ren jumps out of the way and is uh, now on top of the counter with Esther. Okay. And Esther, what are you doing while all this is happening? Looking at Ren, contemplating pushing him off the counter. Okay. Into but the portal. I just move over. Okay. And I you look, just move I'm, over? And I'm looking at Faye. And Who has the domino? I have it. Okay. But, like, they've already gone. So I went, and then they went, and I had to face danger so I can go again, right? Yeah. It's not really, like, I know I know it's order. not initiative-based, but. Yeah. But, like, we try to, like, pass it around to everybody before we go again. Right, right, right. Yeah. Faye, through the, like, blinds and curtains, you don't see what, like, he's looking at or sniffing at. Great. I'm uh, just going to stay alert. Okay. But I'm also, okay, I mean, not that alert, I guess I should say, because <laughs> I've got a little bit of divided attention here, because uh-huh. I've got Nick and a dead body. Uh-huh. Whatever he's looking out the window, I'm trying uh-huh. to pay attention to Bill so I can pull him out of the way in time. Uh-huh. Yes, you are. So. So which are you focusing on? Oh, <laughs> What I want to do and what I think my character would do are two very different things. So that is the internal debate going on in my brain. <laughs> Sorry for that long pause. <laughs> I'll most likely edit that out. Thank you. No. Um, Leave it in. <laughs> okay. Faye's attention is is on Bill because of the help point. It's on Bill. Okay. Bill, what are you doing? I'm staring out the window. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking over my shoulders. Yeah. Um. So at this point, I have one arm with the tower shield up, mm-hmm. and I'm like checking my pockets for the dominoes, and then I realize that it was dry cleaned, so it's in the cart. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, narratively, I could do that, but it'd be a jerk move. No. Yeah. Um. So I'm like reaching, like patting my, po- you know, you know the mm-hmm, pocket mm-hmm. pat, and I'm not finding it in my jean pockets, so I'm freaking out a little bit. But then it's I found it in jean jacket it, pocket. It's in my, it's in my vest pocket. Mm-hmm. So I pull it out. I look at it, and then like I swipe my thumb up. Okay, so you slide your thumb up across the insignia of the cabal, and it starts to glow. And all of a sudden, we hear this thunderclap behind or that fills this entire house. You kind of all have to cover your ears. And as you do, uh, a portal opens up behind Bill. The swirling mist and tendrils of it kind of drift out lazily, almost like coiling fingers eager to grab something and pull it in. Uh, but it opens up behind Bill. Bill, what do you do? Drop. <laughs> just okay. Actually, roll pull, pull a out the chair, roll like a, a change the game. Defender. Roll a change the game to like make this, and then we'll have to figure out a roll to like do it. Okay. So zero. Oh, oh, very successful. Uh, I rolled a nine. Nine. So on change the game, you get one juice. And you can create a store tag, burn a power tag or store tag, or give or reduce a status. So I assume you want to create a store tag of like portal one, portal trap, portal trap, exclamation mark. Okay, so portal trap plus one or a story tag of one is not plus one. No, nope, no, nope, you already said it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make it. It's just not how the mechanics work. Um, what what move do you think it would be to like do this? I was waiting for you to ask. So, uh, <laughs> so I was waiting for the, you to ask that question. So as Tessa's vines like broke through the window, uh-huh. a slight breeze drifted in, and I was reminded of the fact that I have an ability to float like a butterfly, right? To, mm-hmm. like, move very rapidly mm-hmm. and quicker. So, like, I could just tumble out of the way. Or through the combined efforts of Tessa yanking me and me, and me using the wind <clears> to push <throat> me, I could, like, just zoom 
like out okay. to give them no time to recover. So I want to do a combination of, of that and then creating with my uh, now free arm after sliding the thing like a hook to like slide and pull at the same time. Now this could go very poorly. Okay. But it's, so... it's crazy enough to work. Okay. So you're going to add your float like a butterfly. Um, uh, your tattoo manipulation. Yes. So I want, I want, okay. So for this to make sense, I want it to manipulate off of my tower shield a hook. Okay. So are you wanting to add your tower shield to this as well? No, not the tower shield. Okay. It's going to be the hook off of the tower. So like, so I got the tower shield and I'm pressed against this. Oh, and this you're dude. just going to create a new. I'm like just going to create like a protuberance off of, off of it. It doesn't even have to go all the way around, but just so that whenever I'm pulled back, they're pulled as well. You know what I mean? Oh, you're wanting to hook them and pull them in. Yeah. So oh, like, I, okay. I'm getting pulled. I'm I getting thought you were saying like to hook around like a nook so you don't like go no, flying no, 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 no. away or something. So like, I'm getting oh, pulled okay, to okay. the right, and if I do it at an, a hook at an angle, then yeah. it just pushes them. Sure. Straight into the. Okay, so you want to hook portal. them and pull them in. Uh, so we know what tags you're going to roll with, but my question still remains: What move is this? Is this a oh hit with all you've got? Is this a take the risk? Uh. Is this a... I think it's a take the risk. Is this a go toe-to-toe, a take the risk? I think it's a take the risk. Uh, perform a daring, risky, or outright stupid feat. Uh, yeah. I would agree with that. Because if it fails, I end up in the portal with three enemies. Okay. And I have the domino with me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so maybe I should have thrown that, but it's too late now. Okay. Uh, so go ahead. Don't forget my plus one. For yeah, help so right. plus one. So plus one, tattoo manipulation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll say that you, like could, you could add their limping status for Ren. Mm. Uh, it'll be harder for them to get out of the way. They have a plus four. Um, and then a minus one for their acute senses. Um, All right. Yeah. So, so roll with a plus three. three. I take the risk with plus three. A 13. <laughs> a 13. Okay. Uh, These dice are good luck. If your move is a dynamite on a 12 plus, you pull it off spectacularly and even turn the situation to your advantage. Take two juice and you can use it to choose effect improvements from change the game. So uh, on a 10 plus, you somehow perform a daring feat without any glitches or flaws. I think prolonging it would make sense. So like if there's a chance that they would get out sooner than later and become a nuisance, Doubling that time, I don't know. Okay, so really trapping them in there. Yeah, like they, I don't know how that works though because they could have an intimate knowledge of the portal and have a way out themselves. You know what I mean? But maybe they can't return to my location, to our location okay. immediately. You know what I mean? Do you? So there's three of them, right? Do you think? I think it would be more realistic for you to say like you throw one of them in. Psh. Because you're not making, like, a bulldozer and, like, pushing them all in. Uh, I spectacularly I mean, did. yes, you did. But, yeah, that would be lame for you. Um, so let's say I got one of them for sure. Uh-huh. One of them is part of the way in. Like, one of them is gone Ooh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, one yeah. is, like, part of the way in, and his partner is, like, holding him, trying to pull yeah, him out. Yeah. And that's kind of where they're stuck. I like that. Okay, so you you... Create that hook. You hook around. Which one do you want to pull in? I think the dog would have been the closest okay, one. Okay, so you hook the dog. Uh, and as you jump back, the breeze, like, catches, like, almost like lifting you up by the arms. And you jump back. And Tessa or Faye, right at that moment, you pull with the vine, slinging him back at a rapid pace through the, the kitchen. And as you go, you, like, let go of the hook. And the dog just goes into the portal with a howl. Uh, the crow stumbles forward and like falls in and then digging its talons into the linoleum like it catches itself uh, and we'll even say like it grabs onto the goat's horns and like pulls it down so the goat is like on its knees right as this uh, portal is still swirling with the crow halfway through it still holding on to the goat's horns so Esther and Rin well, okay, because that feels like I'm doing the same move over and over when I just shoot. Oh, I understand. So, like, I mean, the two times that I've shot were separate from each other, so I feel like that's okay, but I don't know that I could shoot again. Um, I would say enough time has passed for you to shoot again. I'm not saying that that's... I'm, I'm just... 
like I'm not trying to make it complicated. I'm not trying to argue. I'm just saying, like I'm trying to think of other ways I can contribute. But like, yeah, that's mine. Es- yeah. Esther and Ren don't shoot. They just hit the crow with the butt <laughs> yeah. of their guns. I, I well, leap well, so, forward and I bang him with. So my- last time you used your revolver and your daddy's fighter. This mm-hmm. time you could just use your revolver or revolver and something else. So it's not, it's so like you can use so he's the revolver. in the portal. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm trying to shoot the other one so that they let go mm-hmm. and that one just falls in. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because if we have that one well, injured, it's, then. It's not that the goat man is holding on. It actually looks like the goat man doesn't care. But the crow like grabbed onto his horn and like yanked him down to the ground mm-hmm. with her. Um, and so it's holding on to the goat, and the goat is, like, trying to stand up under the weight of the crow. Under the weight of the crow That's person being pulled in. So I'm wanting to shoot in such a way that the crow is not able to grip on to the horn anymore. So I guess I'm shooting at the crow's hand. Sure. Um, and I'll use my colt cobra... So is this a... I think this would be a go toe-to-toe because you're trying to struggle for control against this, the crow. Okay. My injured status... Mm, nah. So rolling with a plus one. Oh, man. So what's that? Five. Okay. So you, you shoot, and as you do, like, your, your gun, like, jams, and you're like, oh, damn, and then you like... Open the bear or open the chamber to like clear the jam, uh, and as you do, like it goes off. <laughs> well, no, that would have been awful. But the goat like doesn't lift the crow up out, but it sees you trying to shoot, and so it kicks out with its hoof and like tries to strike you. So roll a face danger. I'm gonna use Daddy's fighter because like. Even though I'm having these issues, I still have experience with fighting, and so, like, I'm prepared to... Not prepared, but, like, I'm still paying attention to mm-hmm. my surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, the plus one, uh, do you think your physical statuses would apply to this? Probably. Okay. So, minus two? Good. <laughs> I think I died. Oh, no. Dice yes. are not with Esther ever. So, in case anybody was wondering. I think it got worse in season two. Yeah. So the, the end of season one started my streak of bad. Yeah, the goat kicks out, and you don't see the kick coming as you're clearing the chamber. Uh, and the, the kick hits you full force in the chest. And it, like, sends you back, crashing into the cabinet, shattering them, and you slump down onto the counter. Uh, you take a injured two status. So step it up by two, not, you know, not two numbers, two ticks. So everybody, like, as the goat kicks her, you hear, like, this crack as it's not just from the cabinet. Oh, my gosh. Huh? Oh Creed my two. gosh, from Creed 2. <laughs> and so she's like flung into the cabinets and then slumps down um, in the dining nook. Suddenly the windows explode and these two huge massive reptilian arms reach through and grab Nick. No. And fling him. Just He goes with a roar that is also a scream and he's just pulled out into the night. He's cradling Marcus's body. I go after him. Okay. Uh, do you want to go toe-to-toe to, like, get him, or are you just jumping out into the night? Um, is he close enough that I can go toe-to-toe? I mean, the dining room is, like, ten feet in diameter. Cool. Uh, I didn't know, like, if they were, like, down the street. Like two feet by five feet? Or, sorry. Or if this was just like friends, I don't know, radius, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I mean, it's happening right next to you because you were like right up against uh, Nick, and so like these arms just pop out of the windows, grab him, and pull him into the backyard. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yes, I want to go toe to toe. Okay, so you said like it was kind of overgrown in the front yard. The backyard. 
but yes. The dining is, room is... Is in the backyard, yeah. Oh, it was definitely picturing Because you, as you were, like, in the kitchen, you saw Bill and Ren, like, running around cool. that way to get to the front. Okay. Um, so, backyard, does the backyard have a tree? Sure. Great. I want to will the tree to, like, fall on the back of the monster and, like, pin him down. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see what she's doing, and I will use my dynamic duo juice that I just created. Can I okay. use that and, like, get rid of it to give her a plus one on what she's doing? How? I would see what's happening outside and wind bend to help Aww. pull the tree down. Sure. I'll allow that. So you, man, you're you're using your powers in a lot of ways that haven't been used before. We're getting creative. So you you use your dynamic duo, like you said, you burn that juice and like you pull with the air, like circling around the trunk, trying to like, almost like when you twist a stick and like it splinters. Mm -hmm. So you're creating this cyclone around it. Um... Buffet, I'll, I'll go ahead and roll. Uh, I guess this is still go toe to toe, or would you could this do be a take the risk? I don't think it would be take the risk. I think it would be change, change the game. Yeah, maybe change the game to create a story tag to hit him with a fallen tree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna use my. Plan. And I, I would say that you could burn your tag to like automatically do it, or you could roll to see if you can. No, I want to roll, because I have his plus one. Okay, yeah, you got plus one. And then I have mine, mm-hmm. which is just plus one. Uh-huh. And then a minus one for his acute senses. Gosh, I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> plus one. Twelve. Oh. Boom, baby! So statistically speaking, we're making up for your rolls, Carrie. We're just, <laughs> we're <just> Sorry, Carrie. <laughs> so on a change the game... Uh, dynamite, you get a minimum of three juice. Great. And you can activate one of those things from the dynamite list. The dynamite list is large-scale effect. Scale up a single effect to a large scale or make it affect a large group. Uh, a permanent effect. I love the ellipses. Or a mist-hidden effect. Um, or you could just use your three juice to select options from the regular list. Okay. Um. So I want to create a story tag of fallen tree. Okay. No, I don't. I want to create a story tag of pinned. That would monster? be so. A story tag is like what something is. So a tree is a story tag. Shattered is a status. If it's an adjective, it's probably a status. Okay, so I just want to give a status. Okay, so I would say give a status, one point per juice. So you want to give him a pinned status? Like a pinned two, would that be? Well, she has three juice. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to give him a pinned two status. Okay, well, tell me. So what I'm, I want to prolong the effect so that he stays pinned, but would that be more effective with a pinned three? Or would it be more effective with a pinned two and a prolong the effect? He would have to do something to break out of it, but like if he can't break out of it, it's going to keep him there. Uh, it's not going to go away naturally or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he would still be able to try to break out of it. But he would have to roll higher if it was yeah. a pin three versus mm-hmm. a pin two or pin one. Yeah. Pin three then? That boy okay, pin. pin three? Yeah. Okay, so you create a pin three status. So. Uh, Faye, you focus on this tree, like, like undoing the threads on a blanket. You're pulling up the roots individually, and then you feel Bill uh, cyclone around, uh, and as it does, it twists the tree and shatters it. And then you command the tree down. The tree falls on this hyena, swine, alligator, just as it's pulled Nick out and raises up its claws to rake across his body. The tree slams into his back, forces him to the ground, and then he, like, tries to get up, but then the roots, like, dig into the ground. The branches, like, bury underneath him, kind of creating, like, trapping him underneath 
this tree trunk and branches in the ground. Um, he is stuck there and snarling, trying to push himself up. Hello, friends, and welcome to the mid-roll of episode 43 of Missed Conceptions. I'm your host, David White. And guys, this is blowing my mind right now, but March 2nd, this Saturday, is our two-year anniversary. We have been making this podcast for two years, and I just want to take a minute to thank all of those that have been listening since the beginning. Uh... Thank you so much for supporting us for these two years. Uh, And to everybody who is new and has found this show, thank you. Thank you for finding the show. And I think I speak for everybody, the whole crew, when I say that we hope you get as much out of this podcast as you give us. And kind of to explain that, uh, because that that sounds a little weird, but uh, knowing that people watch or Knowing that people listen to this show, listen to this nerdy thing we do, uh, is so exciting to us. It, it, th- it thrills us whenever we see people talking about the show, chatting with us on, on Facebook. Just to know that people enjoy this thing that we do is awesome. Uh, so thank you so much, new listeners and old listeners alike, and happy anniversary. And if you remember, uh, last anniversary, last year we had a pretty big announcement that we revealed. We revealed our partnership with City of Mist, and we revealed our new character art done by the official City of Mist artist, Martian. Um, That was super exciting. Uh, We also revealed our Patreon, I guess. That was whenever we did that. And now look at us. $300 in, two goals funded, and in the spirit of unveiling new and fascinating and cool things for the podcast on our anniversary... We have a pretty big announcement to make, but I'm not going to make it today. Uh, I will release a separate thing. Uh, Thing is such a bad word. I will release a separate recording. I don't want to say episode. It's not really an episode, but I will release an extra recording on Saturday to reveal our big announcement. Uh, I hope you are excited. I am super excited about it. But uh, yeah, keep your ears peeled for that uh, coming out this Saturday. And hey guys, you know City of Mist. You love it. We play it here. That's probably why you listen to the show, if nothing else. But City of Mist has only 50 of the original starter sets left in its store. Uh, And the starter set, if you don't know what that is, the starter set, it has that, uh, that very thin... Uh, starter set rules it's not super in-depth or anything but it gives you basically what you need to start playing Uh, and really the awesome thing the awesome part of the starter set is the character folios the uh the character sheets for the seven iconic city of mist heroes like excalibur postmortem kitsune uh those awesome characters beautifully detailed by the artist martian uh, it looks like a freaking poster on one side, and then on the other side, it has their character cards and stuff. Um, but anyways, there's only 50 of those left. Less than 50 of those left in the City of Mist store. Uh, if you've listened this far in City of Mist, and you don't have a starter set, or at the very least, you don't have the core rulebook, you should definitely go grab one of these starter sets before they're all gone. So head right on over to cityofmist.com right after you listen to this episode and grab you one of those beautiful starter sets. And one last thing before we go. Uh, Remember at the beginning of this year in January, I revealed some goals I had for the podcast. Uh, One of them was getting to $300 a month on Patreon, and we did that. And that is super awesome. And if I may be so bold, I would like to add a new goal for the show. And that goal is getting 30 reviews on iTunes. Right now we have 21. And really I just picked 30 because, you know, it's a pretty close number and it's an even number. And I like even numbers. makes me feel good. Uh, But the reason I'm focusing so much on iTunes and getting reviews on iTunes is that's the 
biggest platform for podcasts. That's where most of our listeners and listeners of other shows uh, listen to podcasts. And getting more reviews on iTunes, it doesn't make us more visible necessarily, but it does make us more appealing. Like people see that, oh, a lot of people listen to the show and they have favorable things to say about it. It's a well-rated podcast. Maybe I should check it out too. So you all know we have a Patreon. You know we are wholly supported on this show by our friends at Patreon and their wonderful, generous donations. Uh, if you want to support the show but you don't have the money to do that, we totally understand that. That is that is nothing to be ashamed about. We love your monetary support, but we also just love that you listen to the show. If you want to support us in a non-monetary way, go leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, and if you leave us a review like you actually tap out a little nice paragraph saying how great we are, uh, you get a shout-out on this podcast. So that's my goal for the year. 30 reviews on iTunes. Let's make it happen. I believe in you. You can do it. Hugs and kisses. We don't have any new Patreon or iTunes shout-outs this week, but I did just want to take a second to say thank you to everyone who has given on Patreon, and thank you to everyone who has leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, your words mean a lot. Your support means a lot. And you know, those of you that haven't done either of those things yet, thanks for listening. We're glad that you're here, and I hope you're having a great week. And if it's kind of a sucky week, because, I mean, everybody has those, I hope that this podcast makes you feel a little better because you deserve it. You're an awesome person. Don't let anybody tell you you're not. But anyways, let's get back to the show. He will go ahead and let out this roar uh, that shakes the the house and the goat and crow woman like seem invigorated by this roar and the goat like rears its head up jerking the crow woman out of the portal and then they both stand there um, and they don't seem to be limping as much as they were the portal's still open the portal is still open uh, what's everybody doing? Uh, were you about to go, Bill? Well, I was gonna ask David a question, but it would be more play. It'd be like metagaming. I'm curious if they're missing one third of themselves as a single entity. So whenever there's more of them, their spectrums are stepped up and their moves are stepped up. Okay. Uh, so now that there's only two of them, it's not as much. Okay. And their acute senses, or their, yeah, their acute senses, their acute one is a status, and you can burn statuses or reduce statuses, like with change the game. If you came up with a way that would be like, they're not as acute anymore, you could like do that. I punched them right in the inner ear. <laughs> uh, so what do you do? Um, oh. Esther's up on the counter, mm-hmm. and... I don't know if I have it all pictured right, but the way I picture it is that there's this, like, long counter that slays the, like, length or width or whatever of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so I was at the edge mm-hmm. close to the door, and once I was hit, like, I fell back. I'm assuming there's, like, a sink kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I'm sliding past the sink, not very fast because moving hurts, mm-hmm. but I'm wanting to get, like, into, like, the corner, the furthest corner on the counter, mm-hmm. just like, just like locking back into that corner. So the to opposite get corner away. that you were in, yes. and far away from the goat and crow. Yes, just trying to get to that spot to be able to like hunker down and stay. Mm-hmm. So you're just wanting to get over there. I don't want to die. <laughs> uh, why don't you roll a change game to like change the game to like give yourself like a. Like a safe space status, okay. or like a guarded status, or something like that. Can I use life lessons? Okay, life lessons. Mm-hmm. So change the game with plus one. Uh, minus. Yeah, minus four. 
So minus three. Right? Yeah, because yeah. you're trying you're trying to scramble away from them. So I would yeah. say like you're like limping, wheezing mm-hmm. because something just kicked you in the chest. Would full you like force. to activate your weakness tags, Carrie? <laughs> I got a one. Okay, so you... I try to scramble back, and I actually fall off of the counter. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, like, you, you try to pull yourself, wheezing and beaten as you are, you fall onto the ground, and, like, your boot, one leg, like, falls into the portal. So, like, your knee, like, your knee is bent, and one of your feet is, like, dangling in the portal. You you are on the other side of the portal from the beast men, uh, but I they knew definitely I was see end you. Up in this portal with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I can't close it. <laughs> yeah, just um, cut off my leg. I'll be one legged Esther for the rest of the and game. And they they like Arg. are snarling at you because even though the portal's in between you, it's only like four, I guess five feet wide, maybe. It's taking up a large amount of this space. Who's closest to Esther? I would say Rin, I guess. Rin, where Rin's are you? Rin's the only one left in there, isn't he? Yeah, because Bill and I'm Faye are in the dining nook. Yeah. yeah, y'all didn't jump out. Y'all did all of that inside the dining nook. Yeah. Uh, Rin, where are you? Where did you... I'm on top of the counter. Right? Oh, yeah, so they, like, just kicked Esther into the wall behind beside you, and you're like, ah! <laughs> it all happened right next to you. I uh, thought he had jumped back down. No. Nope, still what on do top you do? of the counter. Well, I was going to change the game and get rid of their alert, but I guess I need to do something to make sure you don't end up in the portal. Uh, so I'm going to shoot at these guys uh, with my energy spread shot and my scanner vision. Um, Why scanner vision? Uh, so that I avoid shooting Esther. Okay. Because Esther is very close to them. Yes. I had a 12. A 12? Okay. Well, 14. So, uh, what, for, we should have clarified what role this was. So, what move do you think this was? Oh, yeah, I should have clarified that. I apologize. Um, face danger? No, it's not to avoid a hit. It's, no. Um, either go toe to hope. Go toe to toe. Toe to hoe. Go toe to hoe. Yep. Toe to hoe. I think it would be go toe to toe because you're trying to keep them from getting to Esther. Yeah. So this is a go toe to toe. It is, what'd you roll? Uh, 14. A 14. So it is a 12 plus. Good granny gracious. Uh, I achieve my goal. I get them good. Uh, Tier equals power. Uh, and then I block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. Okay, so you you level the barrel of your gun at them. Uh, the depth perception of your one scanner vision almost throws you off, but you correct at the last second, squeeze off this shot, uh, firing into them. They they howl and scream and like skitter backwards away from the portal, almost back into the living room, uh, but they don't get closer to Esther. Uh, and since they skittered away from you, uh, they do not lash back out at you. Yeah, and then I also give them a status, I guess. So, jackpot. So, I'll step that up by one. Uh, what What do you want to name your status? Piercing. Okay. Why are you shaking your head? Because your statuses have to do with what you do to them. <laughs> And you did not pierce them. <laughs> but anyways, yep. you pierced them, and they run away. Um, what's everybody else doing? Um, so Faye sees Esther almost fall on the portal and completely freaks out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she runs, not paying any attention as Ren is, like, doing all the spraying stuff, grabs Esther. Let me get through this whole thing, and then you'll tell me if this is plausible at all. <laughs> okay. Grabs Esther, starts running, tells everybody to get out, including Nick, um, and then burns her reduced to nature tag and crumples the building and like buries all of the monsters. I think like take like the overgrown stuff. Bury isn't the right word, but like pull the house down. Yeah. Okay, so you grab Esther and you start running towards the window and you like. 
you shove <laughs> Esther through and she gets cut and dies. <laughs> you you shove her through and like you jump out after her. Um, but Bill and Wren, what do you do? She so she shouts out like Bill, Wren, Nick, everybody get out of here. Go. Okay. Esther and Wren, what are you doing? <laughs> Esther and Wren, God. Bill and Wren. Debating on whether I should close the portal or not. It's between us and them. So I just... You I, leave it open? You leave it open and jump out. Okay. You jump out. Uh, Rin, what about you? Yep. I jump out. I jump onto Bill's shoulders and <laughs> jump out. <laughs> okay. So a couple of things happen. So the, the crow, like, flaps its wings and goes over the chasm of portal and starts rushing for the window. Uh, and the goat, like, kind of leaps up on the counter and starts running. Faye, through the window, you can see them running towards you. Behind you hear a snarling sound and, like, wood breaking as the creature is starting to stand up. Uh, what, what do you do? Do you focus on the beasts or do you focus on the alligator breaking the tree? Nick got out too, right? Yeah, Nick was pulled out. Okay, good. He was already out. Okay, great. I trust that my crew has my back, and I focus on the beasts. Okay. You're going to burn a tag and reduce to nature? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and describe what happens to this house. Um, So since the house had been kind of abandoned and everything was overgrown, um, I basically just, like, give the earth permission to continue to overgrow. And so um, Faye kind of backs up um, and you can tell it's like taking a lot out of her and the tree that was on top of that guy like extends over and then the grasses and bushes all around like kind of completely cover and the house just crumbles and squishes the monsters. Uh, I would say which move are you wanting to do because the way you burn a tag is you burn it and then you succeed at a roll as if you had rolled with a plus three. Um, now, let's say you could you could do this, so change the game, and you give a status. So, like, you give a trapped in the rubble three status to the two creatures inside. Okay, I was debating between that or a hit with all you've got. Um, but I think they'd have the same end. So, yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so the it comes up over and you see like the crow woman as she's pulling herself through the window the bay window like collapses around her the shards of glass like stick into her sides she lets out this horrible squawk as the house is like like somebody taking a handful of aluminum foil and like squishing it together it's just compacted and the crow woman is like crushed and crumpled as vines like crawl over her and like push her back up against it almost like a uh, a bell machine and then inside you hear this horrible bleeding noise as the goat man is trapped inside as well and this building is just crushed beneath it um the creature behind you uh finally manages to push itself up shattering the pinned thing or, or the tree, and it, like, comes out flexing its tail, swishing every which way. It snarls and looks at the four of you. End of episode. All right, friends. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Misconceptions. We will be back with episode 44 on March 11th. And don't forget to tune in this Saturday, March the 2nd, to hear and find out what our special two-year anniversary announcement is going to be. If you have social media, find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can chat with us there, follow us there, retweet us there. Just have fun with us there. Why don't you go do that? We also have a Gmail. If you want to email us anything, you can find our Gmail at mistconceptionspod at gmail.com. Of course, we are wholly supported by our wonderful patrons on Patreon. If you want to support us monetarily, please consider giving on Patreon and receiving any one of those great rewards that you get for your pledge amount. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products like the final 50 starter sets on sonofoak.com. 
The Misconceptions theme was composed by Aaron Wharton, and you can find more of his wonderful music at AaronWharton.net. That is all for this week's episode of Misconceptions. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week. And don't forget, keep it nerdy, y'all.